Welcome to Thrive Through Marketing, the only organic content marketing podcast for mental wellness companies. You have a mission to impact the world, and I have a mission to help you do that, all while increasing revenue, creating a new stream of customers, and reaching people before they even know they need you. With more than a decade of experience in organic content marketing and a deep passion and respect for mental wellness, there's one thing I know for sure. When you thrive, your customers thrive. That's why I'm here to deliver strategies, ideas, insights, and interviews from storytelling and analytics to practical steps and high-level vision. We cover it all. So if you're ready to leverage the power of organic content marketing, let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Thrive Through Marketing. Today, we're talking about a topic that is extremely important if you want to rank in organic search. And it's also something that I have heard been like that's been brought up in different circles and conversations that I've had a bunch of times, which is this idea that keywords are dead or that writing with SEO keywords, like how is your content going to be human or authentic if you're writing with SEO keywords or you're basing your content in keywords? Here's the thing. This is how I drive results for my clients is through keywords, but it's keywords layered with this other, these other pieces, like not just great content, but what comes before that. So I want to talk a little bit about the value of SEO keywords and then how I use that and layer it in with these other pieces to create content that is super valuable for your audience, get you ranking on search and also allows you to create content that is really relevant for your brand and feels authentic and human and real. So first and foremost, let's talk about the benefits of using keywords. So when I say using keywords as well, let me remind you that we are not living in the days, which the days were like, when was I doing this? Like 2006? 2008, um, we're no longer in the days of keyword stuffing and those, you know, quote unquote, black hat keyword practices. We're very much in the time of using keywords naturally and putting them in key places throughout the content so that we're making sure we are peaking Google's interest and making sure that when they're crawling the page, they're getting that keyword and that focus in all the right places. So that's, that's just a reminder for at least the way that I do it. I can't speak for other agencies and I especially can't speak for agencies overseas that might not use the best practices and charge very little money. Up to you. If you want to work with someone like that, I don't recommend it. But coming back to the value of creating content based on keywords. The first benefit is that using keywords, you can validate the assumptions that you have about what your ideal customers are actually searching for. So for example, you might think that they're searching therapy for millennials, but then when you do the keyword research, you find that that particular term actually has very few searches, no searches at all, or it has a lot of searches, but it's also extremely high in competition. Um, So the difficulty of ranking for that keyword, let's say, is really high. So when we know that, we can then say, okay, wait, that means we're not going to rank and search for this. Or if we are, no one's even searching for it anyway. So what's the point in creating it? 
So what's a keyword that's similar to this that people actually are searching? So that's benefit number one, validating your assumptions and making sure that you're creating content based on things that are actually being searched for. The second benefit is that keywords indicate search intent. So so I was reading a search engine journal um, post about this, and they were just reminding me what I already know and what I've seen with all of my clients, which is that Google wants to match the searcher, the person typing in the term, with the best possible content for their query. So when you optimize your content based on that search intent, based on that keyword, and follow best practices for optimizing your content, you increase your chances of getting in front of the people who are searching those terms, which in theory are your ideal customers. So keywords are key to the success of your SEO content if you want to rank in search. And if you are a mental wellness brand in our current world that we are living in, you absolutely need to be ranking in search to be able to get in front of your customers. You don't own social media. You don't own Instagram. What do you own? You own your website. You own the ability to drive traffic there and turn that into a lead generating tool. So many businesses forget that there's so much value in putting time and effort behind optimizing your website. It takes time, but that's why you needed to have started yesterday. So if Instagram blows up or if TikTok gets banned, you're not relying on that one source of leads or traffic or whatever it is, however that's supporting your business. So that's the value of creating content based on keywords. But when I say based on keywords, I want to go into now sort of like how the keywords get layered in. So for me, when I'm working with a client and I'm creating, let's say, a content calendar for them, a content strategy, keywords is one piece to determining the topics that we're going to write about, but it's actually the last piece. So I was just on an initial kickoff call with my new client, Lindy Well. They're incredible, um, on-demand, Pilates, breath work, um, healthy living for women, amazing brand. Absolutely check them out. But we were talking through them and their brand. And their audience so that I could then put together a content calendar that is super relevant for them and their audience. And there are two other big pieces in addition to keywords, which, as I said, comes last. The first piece is audience research. And I don't mean like creating a persona. You should know that. You should know that already. When we start working together, you ideally know who it is you're speaking to exactly. When I say audience research, I'm referring more in this capacity, I'm referring more to audience data. That's probably the way that I should say it. And what I want to know is what content is already working? What does your audience love? Which ads are converting? And we can look at this in a lot of different ways. So the main, we want to take a look at when we're looking at this data, we want to consider any area where you're already creating content. That's going to give us so much information. This is layer one of what we're going to create for content and how we're going to create human, I put quotes on that, but you know, human content, authentic content 
for your audience. So we'll look at ads, email campaigns, social media posts, podcast episodes. Maybe you create YouTube videos. Maybe you're creating Pinterest content because Pinterest is really technically a search engine. So we might want to look at that a little differently than we look at Instagram. Any place where you're creating content. And we want to look at where what are those top pieces, the top converting, whether that's like driving the most downloads or literally like which ads are driving the most conversion, which emails are getting the highest click-through rates. And we want to start parsing out some information from that. That's going to tell us what topics does our audience really care about? What kind of content are they already consuming? That's layer one. Layer two is the brand itself. So in the case of Lindy Well, they don't just talk about fitness or they don't just talk about Pilates and, and having a thin body. They're very focused on um, organic and your health as a whole. And one of their biggest pieces is grace over guilt. And so we're looking at in that second layer, okay, here are all these topics. And then also, how does our brand talk about those topics? So how would we broach the topic of body positivity? Or how would we broach the topic of anxiety through the lens of our brand? So then that's the next layer. And then the final layer becomes the keywords. So then how do we take all that and then do the keyword research and put together a content calendar and put together and take that and then translate that into content that our audience is going to love? That's how we create human content based on keywords. That's how we get the best of every world. We get content your audience is going to love. We optimize it so that it gets in search. And we know that it is valuable because we've used keywords to, um, what's the word I'm looking for, to validate our assumptions about what our audience is actually searching for. So win, win, win. And it is an absolute necessity if you want to rank in Google, because Beyond simply ranking, you need to be creating content that, that your ideal audience actually wants to click on. Like you can rank all day, but if it's not appealing to your target customer, then you're just driving empty traffic. You're just driving people to your site that don't care about what you have to offer. So we have to layer in these other pieces to make sure that we are creating content that's relevant to your brand, that's relevant to your customers, and that Google is going to see as being focused in this particular area and then serve and then serve that content over time higher and higher in search to these ideal customers who are searching those terms. So if you're curious about how you could do this for your brand, if you've been putting off SEO optimization for your website for months and months and years and years, hello, every person, every brand and company who I've had a sales call with ever. Um, come talk to me. DM me on Instagram, shoot me an email through my website. Let me know what's going on with you because ranking in Google and SEO optimizing your site really gets to be as simple as creating this SEO optimized content. And the value outside of just ranking in Google is that you have all this fresh content for every other channel that you use. We can use the data in terms of which articles are getting the most traffic to do the inverse, to then dictate what we create for ads. Maybe we test new themes because these particular articles are doing really well. And then you have fresh content for your emails, for your social media posts, for your podcasts. 
as I explained in a recent episode, it's all about creating that integrated content strategy. And so when you're investing in SEO, you're actually investing in your entire marketing strategy as a whole. You're investing in one piece of your marketing strategy that gets to feed every other area where you're creating content. It makes your life easier. It gives you more to use so you can spend less time thinking of new ideas. And we just get to pull ideas from your blog posts, from this content that we've already done all this research around and we've already created and we know your audience cares about. I could go on for hours on this, so I'm going to stop there, but absolutely reach out if you have questions or if you're curious about how this might look for your brand. And if anything, I will just catch you on another episode of Thrive Through Marketing.